0: Hello, welcome to episode four of season two. This is the week we discuss Donnie, Pools, Bradford, and Christ. I'm going to struggle to get this right on a text to speak. Gills. Gulls. Giles. Illy. Gills. Did Jills work? Let's go with it. It's the lower league look. It's the lower league look. It's the lower league look. It's the lower league look.
1: Weeks or the week before, but guys, welcome to episode four. We're on episode four, Grant, of season two of the made Look. it this far. Um honestly, a couple of weeks ago it came close to us not making it any further. So let's try not to get sued this week, Grant. <laughs> um, what I will say is Chris has not just changed again this week, Chris has doubled. Um, so we have Aaron with us today. Aaron's joining us representing Doncaster Rovers, obviously, last season. Didn't know anything about them, they weren't here. They've dropped down, so let's give him some shit for that because it's funny. Um and then we've got Matt. Now Matt, you run the is it right. I need to ask this is it Gills in the blood or gills in the blood?
2: It's Jill's in the blood because it's gillingham. Yeah, but if you just, do it with, a, do it with not... a hard G and you search on YouTube, you get a very different channel.
1: Oh should I I, I won't share that, but I'll have a Google.
0: I, I was gonna say leaves are not a bit obvious that so it's not fucking Gillingham.
1: Yeah, well I knew Come that, on. but
0: it says
1: it's, it's, it's not that it's bad. Goals. It's just
2: fishing related. The other channel. It's nothing too, you know, oh, horrific. Right. I
1: thought I thought it was like some sort of weird fetish that was about. To no, 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 <laughs> um, I've not found that one yet. No, uh, if I find it, I'll let you know. But yeah, no, yeah, welcome, the guys. Link. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll tweet you out. <laughs> but no, thanks, thanks for joining us. It's it's good to finally, yeah, you Matt, especially as well. We've been speaking for quite a while. It's good to see each other. There's the face. Beautiful man. No, good I to like be it. on. How are you doing? How's it been? How's your... Like, yeah, we'll just jump straight into it. We're not going to do it with any structure. We're going to ask the questions. We did... We're going to cover Bradford and Hartlepool tonight as well, so me and Grant can talk a little bit. We don't normally do that. Grant's going to talk to me about Bradford, because otherwise I'll go out on a bit of a tangent. Uh, but yeah, guys, both of you, first of all, last season. Sum it up. Um, I'll come to you first, Aaron. Sum last season up for me for you guys. Go from, like, when did it... Obviously, it went wrong. When did it go wrong?
3: i mean first of all the one word i would describe it with is torture um i could use many i could just i could do many different one words abysmal um torturous humiliating embarrassing if i could do you know we're down as
0: explicit on um spotify so you're allowed to say absolute absolute dog shit
3: (laughs) i go with it i think i'd probably say either explicit or rant as well i think that's probably describes our season best explicit or rant because i could literally go on for ages um i think where it all started to go wrong was pre-season we had COVID troubles we started to rack up the injuries we blew our budget on tommy rowe coming back and ben close who's still injured now um I think Ben Close should be back in a couple of weeks. Fingers crossed. Um, fingers crossed. No setbacks. And uh, Tommy Rowe, you know, it's good. It's good to have him back. You know, he's obviously a, he's a modern day legend at the club. Been here for a few years in the past. So. You know, it's always good to get him back. But I think we blew our budget on a couple of players and basically panicked by the rest of the window. I think we, I think that was evident on deadline day when Vilka was there in his Newcastle track suit for a Doncaster Rovers signing. I think it was clear that he came up from the coach. To, from. I think Newcastle were playing Sheffield Wednesday on that night of deadline day so um, in the Papa John's Trophy with the under-21s. So I think Vilka came up from Hillsborough. Which, oh, I think he took his picture with the Newcastle track suit on in the rovers changing room and then went straight on the bus to sheffield wednesday or came back from the bus and did the picture so it, it was complete and utter panic and you know, it, it just tra- transfer wise, it was a massive, massive failure. Striker was the position that we need to replace since since Marquise left under Darren Moore. Uh, we we're replacing it with short term players like Rakesh Bingham and Kwame Thomas. Oh, Rakesh like- yeah. Bingham, I <laughs> know it's a hard one. And then we had loans like Nile Ennis who didn't do too badly but just didn't get enough goals. Um, and then so you had a season you had
0: Rakesh Bingham and Omar Bogle. And, yeah, well yeah.
3: Jordi Huwula as well. Oh, don't get me. I'm so glad <laughs> he's gone. He's a he's a nice guy. I've spoken to him off. I spoke to him before match. He's a nice guy, and so is Joe Dodu, but I'm just just I'm so glad they're gone. So glad they're gone. Yeah. They you could just tell already. Joe do Joe didn't even turn up for the first day of pre-season this season, and now he's gone. Jordi was with Ross County in Verona since the start of pre seasons so he wasn't even with us before we sold him. He was training with Ross County. So yeah, we could just no, tell they didn't so. want to be here anymore. Go back a second. You got money for Jordi Uwula. We got £50,000. It's now reported by Fraser. I think his name's Fraser Campbell. I think the journalist is, or Fraser something. Uh, one of the top young journalists in Scotland now. £50,000 apparently, which I think oh, some oh, of that's gone that's into the Adam it. Long deal. Today. Or
1: full Ross County. Well, it, it went it went tits up for you. Um, we'll go on to your transfers um, soon, but Matt, yeah. for you as well. What what went on with you guys? How did you guys end up in this, this the best league in England?
2: <laughs> you asked me that in six months. Um, <laughs> um Yeah, similar issues. We effectively didn't have a pre season. I think someone caught it at the first couple of days. Everyone had to go home and isolate because it was still a ten day isolation period then. And then we came back and someone else got it. So, I think we was off for three weeks. Um, we never really replaced uh, Jack Bonham. Um, well, so we did replace Jack Bonham. That's probably unfair to Jamie Cummings, who was very good after the season. But people like Jordan Graham and Connor Ogilvie, we was always going to downgrade, unfortunately. And that's no disrespect to the people that come in. But they were just too good for us and too good for League One um, in Jordan Graham's case. Um, Steve Evans said that he was going to run with... Well, he labelled it a small squad full of quality and not quantity. Um, I'm not sure we ended up with either, to be quite frank. Unfortunately, there was a few, there was very few people, if you say, tell me which people came out and enhanced or at least kept their reputation from that season. And I'd probably say you could do it on less than half a hand. So, um, yeah, it was just... Pretty much all the same words that Charles used. It was it was awful from start to finish. And then the worst bit of it was almost in a weird kind of way was that Neil Harris came in and actually gave us a chance. And, and then you got all pissed off and fed up all over again because I'd convinced myself probably three or four times through the autumn and the winter up to Steve Evans leaving in January that we were going. Yeah. So to then get it really close and to take it to the final day was, was incredible in itself because Neil Harris effectively had the same squad. I mean, Carl Dempsey left on deadline day, our captain, and went to Bolton and we bought in Ben Thompson um but aside from that it was the same group of players um mm. so for neil to even get it to to rotherham at home if someone had said to us deadline day are we going to take it to rotherham at home and you need to win the start, we'd have said yes please but yeah. i think we worked so hard under harris to get ourselves back into contention that, that when we did get out of the relegations that was almost like we didn't know what to do and we hit a wall physically mentally and his longest winless run um last season was the final six sadly at the most crucial time so yeah, it was just I was, I
3: was the, same the same with you, Matt. Sorry, I was going to say, I was the same with you, Matt, because like we, if we'd not gone from 3 0 up to 4 3 against Morecambe, we'd have probably stayed up because we were two, I think we were a win away from staying up in the end because of the turnaround from McSheffrey over Wellens. So if we beat Morecambe or maybe turned it around against you lot when you came to us, when you scored in the first minute and we didn't score for 90 minutes, we'd have probably stayed up.
2: So yeah, and then we can say straight. if we didn't concede in the 97th minute at Sunderland, we'd have stayed up. So all ifs and buts, and it. If your yeah. auntie had a cock, she'd be your uncle. So,
1: well, to be <laughs> fair, or oh, these days she can have both and still so <laughs> be your uncle. He's allowed <laughs> now, or he, <laughs> or however they
2: want to identify you. Yeah, but that's exactly. The, exactly. exactly.
1: We are the all inclusive lower league. Look, what I will say, you mentioned Steve Evans there. It's uh, it's interesting that you said about the the quantity or the quality thing because he's he's doing the same again. With Stevenage, he signed 10 players. And don't get me wrong, That the 10 players that he signed, he signed some very, very good players mm. for Stevenage. But I think looking here 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 released or sold. <laughs> he's, he's, which I understand
2: from the point of view that he's coming halfway through a season, so it's not his squad. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's very yeah. Steve Evans, isn't it? Yeah, like you say, there's yeah. some good signings in there. I mean, he's got our former keeper, Round Chapman, who I think was one of our best players. Ironically, after yeah. Steve Evans left, so I don't understand why chappie has gone there. To be honest, because they signed him last summer, and then we bought in Jamie coming on loan, and Chappie ended up as number two. And then they've done exactly the same. He's bought in Chapman, and then he signed the lad from Fulham on loan, who was at Boreham last season. So it looks you're not yeah. telling me yeah. that a Premier League youngster's going to come in to sit on the bench. So it's um, Taylor Ashby Hammond, isn't it? Yeah. I think the, yeah. the yeah. other keeper. So. But, yeah, he's got some good players in. Another one of ours is, is Jordan Roberts. Everyone thought that was for Dane Oliver. That was quite good for a Friday night a couple of weeks ago. I think Evans just said, right, let's banter the Jules fan base. We're going to sign a player who's got exactly the same haircut as for Dane Oliver and see what <laughs> happens. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's, I mean, he, Steve Evans is probably one of the best managers in the division if he's got half-decent budget. Which he's he's he one of it. the best managers. He didn't managers. have Gillingham.
1: No, and, and do you know what? So, we, we interviewed a, a Stevenage fan the other week and it does look like he's got the budget maybe this time. What? He's got a half decent budget. What I will say is, Steve Evans is, yeah, it pains me to say he's one of the best managers in the league. But he's only one of the best managers if you if he's managing your team. When he's not managing your team, he's horrible. (laughs) Mate, I'm not gonna
3: lie. To you. I, I think, I think, there, I think people. I think it's public knowledge that Rovers fans are just holding back and not praising Steve Evans at all, whether he's our manager or not. Because I think he's made us angry about three, th- three, four times in the last few years. So That's I think we're sort of reluctant song. to praise Steve well, Evans at all. I think everyone is. I'm
1: gonna say he was banned yeah. from our stadium. Can we just make that a point? He was banned from our ground. he went to court. He was. He got gunned for it. He got charged. And he was, he was taken to court and he i believe he was banned from our ground and then he tried to what basically he tried to shoe himself in for the bradford job before the mark Hughes case situation because yeah. he was at the games it was in the, the like the local news steve evans is, was at the bradford oldham game he bought himself a ticket like we we checked we asked the question no one invited him no one knew he was coming he just bought a ticket to the game and then The press saw him and were like, Steve Evans, next Bradford manager. So he became (laughs) odd on on favourite. And it was just.
3: I think every single time we've uh, put applications in for a new manager since probably Darren Ferguson, Steve Evans applied every single time. And every single time we said, hell no, you're not the man for the job.
1: (laughs) Do you know what? There'll come a time where he is. Because I think, I think, no, I, think Steve, I, I do. I believe Steve Evans is the sort of manager, maybe not Steve Evans, but that sort of manager. There's a time and a place where you, you will need someone like that.
0: Um, and that is if you are struggling in the bottom half and you I'm need to. to pull away from those conference spots towards the end yeah. of the season. That is exactly, I think, what we're making not sure.
3: I think we're making sure we're nowhere near those spots in our history from now on. I think we're making <laughs> sure we're nowhere near that.
1: <laughs> yeah, put it this way. Four years ago, Oldham were saying the exact same thing. Yeah, um, that's the problem. It, it can change. <laughs> it can change. Um, but we'll we'll move on. We, me and Grant don't need to talk about how our seasons went last year because we can sum it up in one word.
0: Shite. Awful. Um, apart shite. from the cup, I'm going to hold my head up and say apart from the cups. Yeah, but we're the league cup look. League so season. We
1: can't <laughs> can yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Um, Transfers, the summer window, for me, I'll be honest, we're used to doing what Swindon are doing at the minute, which is it gets to late June, early July, going into pre season. We've not really signed anyone. We've signed maybe a couple of players, and then we start basically picking up what's left. Swindon are doing that at the minute. I'm not saying that Swindon are signing crap because I think that they're signing some good players, but we started early to the point where when the pre season game started, the first game two weeks ago, We've not really brought anyone else in. We identified we needed a right back. We brought in Halliday, um, who Aaron, I know you know a lot about. Um, and then we identified that we did need a decent striker. Uh, you know, we've got Andy Cook, but and I believe Andy Cook is a solid, solid league two frontman. But I think we're looking for league two And above, and I I don't think maybe right now Andy Cook is that level, so we needed someone else. So we brought in Vidane Oliver, which is nice, and that's why we can talk, guys, because you know let's let's be honest. You didn't you didn't want Vidane Oliver, you released him, so we took him from you. That's fine. We'll just say it. No, it says right here, it says (laughs) Vidane Oliver released.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we, we we wanted him to stay, Neil Harris wanted him, but they'd had a chat, I think, when Neil took over and Medane said he wanted to go back up north at the end of the season, regardless of whether yeah. we'd stayed up. So, Because he's just had another Litland and um, yeah. got a young family based in Sheffield. So, but he's a top bloke, like I say, if, um, if you can see that, that's um, that's what he sent me at the end of last season. So, just out of the blue, messaged me on Instagram and said, can I have your address? I want to post you something. So, he's a, he's a really good wow. footballer. He should be in League One and and so you've got a very good player at the level and and I think yeah. it's potentially a game changer for you from being playoffs to, to potentially top three. Yeah.
1: So so for you then, summer transfer window. So not just summer transfer window, but the pre season games, and things like that. What's 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 that been like so far? Sum it up, you know, how have your games gone? I've intentionally not really looked at your results because I want to see what your thoughts are. And I think if I look at them, it'll maybe Put some preconceptions in my head, and I don't. I want yeah, to see should. what your thoughts are on it. Also, sum it up, Matt. What for you? First of all, season. Well, we've played.
2: Summer. We've played three first team fixtures. We've had a couple of eleven games where it's just basically been kids, so I don't take any notice of that. Um, we went to Folkestone, which is just a local non-league side. First game, one two nil, fairly comfortable. From what I, I read, I didn't go. I was away because it was my birthday that weekend, so I missed that. Um, had a few trialists playing. The first one I watched was a week ago yesterday. That was Dover. They've just been relegated from National League in the National League South. They beat us 2-0. We bossed the game. We had all the possession. But we we had no strikers at the time. Like, literally not one senior striker on the books. And and that's old. From box to box, we were absolutely fine. In each box, not so much. And that's why they beat us. I mean, again, lots of trialists. We bought one on second half. And I hope he never comes anywhere near us, bless him. First tackle. Gave away a free kick, nearly snapped our former captain in half. They scored from that. It's not and Lee Griffiths, it it? Sorry?
1: It's not Lee Griffiths.
2: No, it was nope. Reese Greenwich, who I'd never heard of before. I think he was at Bolton. Um, yeah. But looked like Hightower at a police academy and <laughs> played football like Hightower at a police academy, unfortunately. Um, and then yesterday we played Portsmouth um, and we were very good. We were the better side for me. And I'm not just saying that with the proverbial rose-tinted glasses. A lot of Pompey fans have said we deserved at least a draw. We had the better chances. Um, They scored a a half-decent opener um, and then nicked one right at the end with literally the last kick of the game. But in between that, their keepers made two or three good saves. We're still probably five short. We've got to send one keeper back. Unfortunately, he came in from Charlton on loan, highly rated, and he's dislocated his shoulder and needs an operation. But but the business has been... Maynard Brewer, yeah, unfortunately. A lot of Charlton fans said they thought he'd be around their squad, but he's, um, he's out till Christmas, so we've got to send him back. We've got to look for another keeper. And I think Harry's come out yesterday after the game and said he still wants three or four outfield players as well. So we'll probably be trying to run with between 20 and 22. But I'm, I'm pleased with all the signings we've got in so far. I think they offer us different things, a mix of experience, youth, legs, finesse, direct running, pace. Pace was one thing. If you watched any of our games last season, we literally had none at all. It was just get it and smack diagonals to Verdane Oliver and say, go on, go and do your best against the centre half and we'll pick up pieces. Um, and
1: how did Vidane Oliver do when you smacked that ball to him? Just, just out of curiosity. He did
2: all right, but we we flogged him to death, unfortunately, bless him. He probably played a lot of games 80% fit. If you, you if you want to get a truer idea of, of Verdane Oliver watch the season before when you play if you play with natural width, Bradford, if you've got two half decent wingers that'll get, you know, on the outside or, or get balls into the box, into the six yard area, the penalty spot, then via come alive. He'll score you 15, 16 league goals. I'm confident of that. I just, I, I sent him a message on uh Instagram and said, obviously, all the best with the move. As long as you shit twice, so.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, just being shit twice would be an improvement for us. I'd be buzzing with that. Oh yeah, obviously, I meant
2: two specific games, but yeah, I mean, yeah. if you if you only have him being shit twice, then you've done all right as well. But if he can do yeah. that in at Valley Parade against us and at the Priestfield, then we're all happy.
1: Yeah, well, well, I mean, we're not. Let's be honest, we're not. <laughs> I, I want to go and beat him this season. Um, so, so, yeah, you, I mean, you said, you said he wants another three, four outfield players because you guys have you've signed some numbers, haven't you? You've, you've signed quite a yeah, few. Yeah, but we
2: only had seven to start with.
1: Oh, right. Okay.
2: So, we're at 16 <laughs> at the moment. Obviously, we've had to send a keeper back. So, yeah, so if you say a keeper, 16, four would get us to twenty twenty one. So, there's rumours of a couple of loans, hopefully, in the offing this week Uh, that's weird i'm I'm just quite
0: happy to know here that we are not the lowest side in numbers in the league so far no
2: i think we still are just um because i don't know if anyone watched because we was on the telly last game of the season so i knew we was relegated before kicking off because our record on sky is absolutely horrific um harry's come out straight after that game and said we've got seven contracted players not all of them are play for me again but they're all still here so he's either had to have a rethink or you know the budget's not quite what he thought he couldn't or he just simply couldn't shift them on but They've all looked all right so far in pre season. So, clean slate, like every season. We'll sit here and think we're going to do better, don't we? And I mean, it'd be some effort for us and Aaron's team to do worse than last season anyway. Um, (laughs) But yeah, quietly confident if we can get a few more in. I'd imagine that a couple of loans won't happen until right into the window because we're still waiting on teams higher up the pyramid to get their players in. But if we can get another two in before the opening day, then, you know, I think we'll be all right.
1: You've signed quite a few players from above as well, and I think that's key for you guys. There, like you've 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 come down, but the players that you're bringing in are, are from that higher level, you know, you're looking here, players, you know, from Barnsley, from Ipswich, from from Newcastle, um, Charlton, Brentford, Portsmouth, they're like they're all above, and I think that's that's showing that you've got quite a lot of intent there. Hmm. I, I I think that.
2: I mean, you have to look at it loosely. Jake Turner comes from Newcastle, I get that, but he's on loan at Colchester. But we looked at reports from the Colchester fans, they was disappointed that he weren't going to go back there. So that was a good sign for me. Obviously, he's yeah. inexperienced for a keeper. Sean Williams, I think, would be key at this level. I think he probably would have struggled to play 46 games if he'd stayed at Portsmouth. But he knows Harris. Harris knows him as well. The good thing he's been doing, he's been buying people that have been captains as well. So there's going to be a lot more leadership because there was none last season and that was half the problem as to why we got relegated. But yeah, even the likes of um, Dom Jeffries who's come in for Brentford B, he was their captain last season on forty occasions. So there's plenty of leadership in there. And I think it's now just a case of, of trying to get another couple in as quickly as we can and then we can use the final two for at least to hopefully see a bit more substance to, to flexibility of systems and, and style and stuff like that. But it has been Refreshing. I said last week at Dover, and this wasn't even a joke, that I think our centre-backs took the ball off the keeper to feet more times in 45 minutes than they did in the entirety of last season. So, there is going to be a complete switch-up. It might take a while to get going, that means. And I've said plenty of times, I'm not sure where we're going to finish, but I think we might be similar to, to Bristol Rovers last season, that it might take a little while to get us going. But after that, I think we'll probably we'll come on strong in the second half of the season.
1: Well, whatever you do, don't be going up like toe-to-toe with Northampton at the end of the season needing a 7 nil win because <laughs> i can't deal with the meltdown that's still going on from the Northampton fans <laughs> over what went on like you, obviously you guys weren't you you weren't here to witness it a lot like we have it was oh, beautiful <laughs> we have a Lo- league two discord full of league two fans the meltdown it was like oh it's it's three nil oh it's four nil it's five nil guys it's six nil and it was <laughs> seven, seven, seven. No, it just went <laughs> styling, and then it went. Twitter went insane. But the best part was on the podcast the week before, we called it.
0: <laughs> no, no. I <laughs> called it. Grant, Grant, <laughs> but, but I pulled
1: up and said, Bristol Rovers need to win by seven goals compared to oh, and it, and it was five more than what Northampton had to win. Mm-hmm. By. And Grant went. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Bristol Rose went out. if Scunthorpe, would it? Um, were
2: uh, absolutely like, well, oh, I can't yeah. see in two, I'm yeah. so glad
3: to see Scunthorpe relegated. Oh, so no. glad.
1: We we have a we have a quite a good re- relationship with Scunthorpe, and I, in any other circumstances, I'd have been happy to see them go down. Like, not happy to see them go down, but I'd have. If a team goes down like Grimsby went down the season before, they went down fine, fair and yeah, square. No. Uh, well, I say fair and square. There was obviously all the, the, the they, they blame, COVID things like that. But <laughs> Scunthorpe have gone down because they issues they've got a yeah. lot of issues off the field. they've been asset stripped let's be you know we'll call it what it is they've been yeah. asset stripped as a club and you know we we signed one of their players uh, Levi Sutton he was on 800 pound a week at um, Scunthorpe and peter swan said no we can get better for cheaper than him at this level so they released him and never replaced him and um, he's a, he's from scunthorpe like he was taking a lesser wage to play mm. for his own town club so they yeah they went out and do you know what I, they, there's not light at the end of that tunnel yet but we'll see what happens with them but yeah you know they, they went down
3: I, And even though I'm a rival I do hope I do hope the best for Scunthorpe like, I did take some satisfaction of the fact that they were getting relegated because obviously that's what you do it's like Rotherham taking satisfaction of the fact that they went up and we went down that Rotherham fans can yeah. banter us all they want that's the, that's their entertainment over the summer us taking the piss out of Scunthorpe for going down to Nashville yeah. that's yeah. our entertainment over the summer but not much compared yeah. to Rotherham but I do wish the best for them because I do yeah. hope they get themselves sorted.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think they're at that point where they've got a something's got to change. If something doesn't change soon, there's it might not even be a question of Scunthorpe being there to laugh at. That's yeah, just the EFL admit. in
3: general, just the EFL yeah. rules in general needs changing. It's need changing for the last yeah. twenty five years because Derby only just survived. Like people yeah. can ban Derby for all they want. If it wasn't for Coles, they'd have been gone. They'd have been done. History. Hundred percent. They've yeah. had to restart AFC Derby. It's that serious and if that happened you know berry we should have paid more attention to macclesfield hereford so many darlington guys. darlington Scar- if, scarborough york if darby, if darby went if darby went that would have been the former premier league club that would have given the attention to actually go in and change the rules instantly but, but if it was better if it was someone like berry or macclesfield it had taken another five years for someone to go the same fate
1: yeah, that that's the thing. It would have been the catalyst for change, but we don't want to see it. They've they've survived. We played them last week. I'll say now, if I had, to if someone asked me to put any bet on this season, that'd be a sure thing. It would be David or win league one. Yeah, because yeah, they, they're signing championship players. Um, I take satisfaction from that as well. Wages. Yeah, of, I need to win League
3: One, actually. I haven't even looked at that yet. I don't know, but they, they are would, I, I I'd take a lot of satisfaction out of that because it means Darren Moore's not going to win it. <laughs> well, so, so to late...
1: To, so, I have, I have a contact that I speak to about players in this league. And I won't name names because I think it makes... Eight it to one, Grant. Eight, eight to one?
3: Oh. Eight to one?
2: I, well, I would for would... the enthusiasm purely because I've seen the likes of Sunderland and Ipswich coming yeah. into our division. Our former division, sorry, yeah, yes, <laughs> part of now. Come on, you're welcome, um, you're welcome. In the last few years, and they've bought championship quality players. It's, it's, it's a little bit more difficult yeah. than just signing championship players. Yeah. And going league One's but, more you know, difficult yes.
3: than people think. Like, I think League One's a
0: hard, hard league.
3: Yeah, even like even this season, Sunderland went up, yet we still beat them at their own ground in front of 40,000 people. They're not going to win every single match like they think they're going to do. It's, it's going to be tougher than they think
1: that little gremlin coming
0: down the stairs i thought there was a ghost floating down for a second yeah what right well that's that's
1: not a ghost that is my child are you going into there
0: right
1: go on you go into there you got to stay in there though go on i'll talk to you after god she does hey, she knows she knows what she's doing um but we don't do cuts on this podcast we used to but i got fed up of doing it because grant and chris and chris who we used to record with used to swear on purpose at points that they knew. That, and it, it got really frustrating, so I stopped cutting. Mm. I was like, no, it's going out raw. Um, because you're a cunt. Oh, that's <laughs> what he did. That's <laughs> what he did. Every t- so we, had a, we got a complaint. So I, I downloaded a beep button so I could bleach whenever they were swearing. And I was like right proud of it. And I had it ready to go. And I did the intro and I clapped. I went, ladies and gentlemen, and Grant and Chris both simultaneously went, cunt. so the the, the episode literally goes ladies and boom that's how the the whole thing starts Um, but do you know what it is what it is, we don't claim to be professional it's it's rough, it is what it is Um, the derby situation yeah I I do, I get that there's more to it than just signing championship players what I will say, this contact that I speak to I'm not going to name the player's name I'm not going to name his club there's a player that's umming and ahhing about where to go this season. Does he sign for his current club? The current club have broke their bank when it comes to an offer for him. That offer is one third of what he is being offered to move to League One. There you go. Now that's that's the difference here. I know how much that offer is, but what I don't want to do is say it because. Someone's going to know who that is instantly. But, yeah, the, the, the <laughs> offer, and I'll tell you guys when we start recording who it is, it's fine, but it's, it's insane, the difference in money and that the, the money that those clubs... Is, I don't know who the club is at the top of League One, but by the sounds of things, it is Derby because they're throwing that money about. But, yeah, you know, fine. Grant, I'm coming to you. Oh, man, here we go. So, I'm going to start off talking about your <laughs> summer by asking... How do you feel about Luke Molyneux still being
0: in League 2 this season? <laughs> I mean, the boys shouldn't, boy shouldn't be in League 2. I, I think the only reason he's still in League 2 is because he can be guaranteed a game week in, week out in League 2. I think if he took the step up to League 1, he probably wouldn't get a game every single week, and he wants to be a first-team player. He's still young. He wants to develop more. Yeah and he, he wants to go to a team that he thinks he's going to be fighting out at the very, very top. As So why did he go to Doncaster then? <laughs> he, he, he admitted. He admitted that he came... As soon as the meetings we
3: all started, he, he said, this is the destination I wanted to go at. Bristol Rovers and MK Dons are confirmed to have had interest in him, but when he came to meet with us, he said if we were showing the facilities and everything like that, he came out and basically said after the manager told him what the vision is and things like that he was sold straight away pretty much and that's why to, he wants to come to be it. fair
1: though he's going to say that he's got to say that we have every player that signed for Bradford has said to us this season as soon as I heard the manager's video as soon as this was the club for me I knew it I've been to Bradford I don't even like that. going to Bradford I, I live here and don't like going to Bradford so <laughs> I, I don't believe when they say this is oh it was the only place I was going no it wasn't you met 15 clubs before you met us you wouldn't
0: we're getting the same fair, every time. Someone comes in, they go, "Oh, we're sold on Paul Hartley's mm-hmm. vision."
3: I mean, to be fair, Luke did say that he did have a couple of offers at the same time, but he decided to choose Doncaster because he felt that was the best destination, and they've got proper ambition. I, I won't, I won't go like, this, I, this I won't be destination. I, destination I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't be going money. I won't be going like that because we don't have the biggest budget in the world. I think we've got like the 14th highest budget in a League One in the League One term, so we're not the richest club in the world. He's he's more than what Hartley
0: I mean, he's definitely have a bigger team. budget than us. I mean, oh yeah. The, yeah, thing, yeah. the thing the thing that frustrates me is our Chairman's came out the end of last season, coming up this season. Obviously he sacked Graham Lee's, brought in Paul Hartley, and his his words were putting. I want to put together a playoff budget and build a squad that can go there. A bigger budget. I know this is a playoff budget. If we've got a playoff budget, why couldn't we have retained the likes of Luke Molyneux? Why hasn't that sort of player stayed with us and been convinced to stay with us for next season? We're obviously offering lower. I mean, a big thing that he said um, towards the end of last season why he wasn't agreeing his contract, he said, I'm not agreeing a contract because Omar Bogle's our highest paid player. No. And what a big
3: waste of money that was! He
0: said, "I am not giving. I'm not accepting the contract unless it's on the same level as what he is being paid."
1: I think that's a fair, fair thing to want. Um, yeah, I, I saw Bogle play. Um, Grant, I don't know. I don't like. We spoke the other day about the Bogle situation. I'm going to let you run with it because I don't yeah. know what can be said.
0: Oh no, it's been said. The the oh, HUFC probably. the HUFC chat podcast, these these those guys have said it, so I'm I'm more than happy to say what's been said about Omar yeah. Bogle. I before, before sorry,
1: before you go on before you go on to Omar Bogle, Grant, because I'm going through a list here. Yeah. I just said, how do you feel about Luke Molyneux still being in league two? Grant. How do you feel about Timmy Odesina still being in League 2? These are all players, by the way, that I know Grant said, oh, I'm happy for him to leave because they'll go to League 1. If they go to League 1, I'm happy. Timmy Odesina's signed for Bradford. He's been our number one target since day one. I've been saying to Grant since May, Grant, we are in talks with him. I assure you now, Timmy Odesina's coming. And a couple of weeks ago, we got this... tweet from Bradford and it was like it's time it's Timmy time and they announced oh, it. Beautiful. I was like Grant we have signed to be honest. We, we had a chant for Timmy Odessina a month before he signed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw is. Bradford Twitter have a meltdown with that. The excitement around Bradford fans when that announcement yeah. came out was in a stead. That
0: that's a painful one. I actually think that for me is more painful than losing And You have said before I am if I was to lose one of them, I think um, an attacking middle winger is easier to replace than someone who you would see as all the centre back. I um, I would have much rather lost Molly than Timmy. Timmy Gordon was a harder one, much harder one to take. But I had about a month. <laughs> about a month. To process <laughs> yeah, had a lot of time. To I bring, knew uh... I knew it was coming. Um, but yeah, yeah, gutted at that one, and also gutted about Neil Byrne also still being in League Two and going to Tranmere, yeah. but. His was personal reasons. He's mm-hmm. just got engaged um, and his family all lives over in that way. So it's much, much easier for him. So do you know what? Fair play to him. Gutted he's gone, but think? Eh, do you
1: think, do you think the Timmy one was harder for you to take because of me?
0: Because <laughs> you're a prick.
1: No, but do like, <laughs> you think that's what it was? Do you think if if, if it, if it hadn't been no. me, like, do, do you think you'd have still been as annoyed about it being Bradford?
0: No, I would have still been annoyed at Timmy going.
1: 100%. Would you have been would you have been as annoyed or do you think yeah, I am? No, I still being annoyed. Oh, that's fine then. So, I mean I'm I'm i I'm annoyed I didn't push it a bit further then. Um but go on, Omar, Omar Bogle and we won't push I'm, on the I'm excited to hear about this about. because
3: I want to see if Omar Bogle going is similar to when he was leaving or I want to see if it's a similar situation.
0: I mean, at least did you just get a fee for did we pay money for years for him? Or did you just, uh no I mutual? think I,
3: no, I think we ended up terminating it about six months to a year early, just so we'd go for free. <laughs> we signed he
0: signed for us <laughs> in a two and a half year deal. I think we paid him off. <laughs> All right, so we got him on a two and a half year deal. He was by far our highest paid player. Head and shoulders above everyone. When did you get him on a two and a half year deal? Just point that out. Was it January, wasn't it? January. Six months ago. They got yeah. him on a two and a half year deal. So he came in, and do you know what? Fair enough he came in like an absolute baller at first Mm. and then he was was like yeah great he's looking phenomenal holding the ball up well and he scored a few goals right early on and then he just started doing what he wanted he just became the laziest fucking prick yeah i've ever seen walking about like he owned the place getting the ball and just Matt, like this is going to sum up league 2 for you by the way this walking is out to just like I'm walking out
2: honestly I don't make me have to be some sort of snob I'm looking No no but it. No,
1: yeah but you you guys are we're all northern so for us like like <laughs> down where you're from it's it's a little bit more proper but this, this is going to be <laughs> Have you been to
2: Medway be, have you been to Medway to be
1: fair I've been to your ground as well like I I've never felt more fearful of, for my life than going to Gillingham. I like, can't wait to take a picture
3: of the scaffold stand.
1: The terrace in, the terraced street that you have to walk down to get there. Nah, you're all right. Thanks. I'll stay up here this season. But this is going to be eye opening. Go up, Grant. Uh, sorry. So I, I, you, I can't take the ball out
0: to the touchline and he would just stand there and do nothing with it. Yeah. And went, what are you doing? But then more reports started coming in and he was seen rocking up to home games. At 10 past two. <laughs> the players okay, he were wasn't,
2: on
3: the pitch. Right, it wasn't as bad as that with us. So that, that sounds much worse.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> oh, then and he was travelling to away two. games. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was travelling to away games on his own as well, reportedly. Oh, so, man. yeah, so he just wasn't involved with anyone, not rocking up. I'm, obviously, Hartley's came in and Hartley's just basically told him to fuck off mm. um, because he, he wants everyone there together and I, I do think Graham Lee was probably a bit weak in that sort of way of letting that happen it's probably why one of the reasons why he's when he's just lost them players like that mm. but we've got a fee for him he's away in Newport <laughs> Newport. <He's replacing laughs> Tom yeah. Yeah. Newport
1: has replaced the league's top goal with the North laziest
0: North prick who they're gonna have to pay so much money for so, I'm when, so when you
1: told me that Graham, when you told me about Bogle, I instantly said to you, "That's why Graham Lee got sacked." It, it made because we couldn't understand why Graham Lee wasn't given more time because he got sacked, and then it took you about six weeks to bring in Hartley.
0: Yeah, it took a while,
1: and it was like, mm. why? Why is it taking that? Like, if if you were sacking him, you. It, the way they did it was like they had someone ready to go and they were, they were good to go and then they just didn't and then you look at it and you're like, that's why he's got sacks. You, you can't build a team around a manager that is just not bringing someone in, I like th- not reigning that shit in.
3: I think that's why Richie Wellens got sacked with us because I think that was one of the reasons because at the time Omar Bogle was still excited from the squad for, for the reason that he just didn't like him I think and Ed Williams was playing for Rochester New York FC in America and was too busy playing golf and playing with us so I think Wellens wasn't tough enough on those kind of players. You know, they're not. You know, we were under a different football structure back then, but we were we weren't paying them off and sending them away and bringing in players replacements that were good enough to play for the bad. We were just keeping them here, keeping them hostage pretty much, and just letting them do what they want. I think now we're a bit more harder. But Omar Bogle wasn't half as bad as we. When he was with us, because oh, when, when we bad. signed, when I mean, when Moore signed him back in January, um, he didn't start off as a baller, you know. I was happy for him to get that monthly award, but then when, when I saw his collapse at Hartlepool, I was like, God, this is actually hilarious. But
0: <laughs> when, when
3: Bo, not, not hilarious for Hartlepool, but hilarious for Bogle, because it's like, it's hilarious for me
1: as a Bradford fan watching Grant have a meltdown because when he came <laughs> in, my, my, oh, inbox, wasn't. oh, when he came in, my inbox was like this, this. Signed <laughs> Omar Bogle. Uh, you know, that's it. We're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs grant says we gonna, gonna be football. phenomenal. <laughs> no, just yeah, like, as, he a senior professional,
3: as a senior professional, I was like, you should be embarrassed with yourself. He's a nice yeah. I spoke to him before match, he's a nice guy, but he should be embarrassed with himself for the past few years. But when he started wheels in January a couple of years back, or about a year or two back, he was he didn't start off as a ball, he was just sort of getting into his stride. Then more left. Then we had a few months where we collapsed with a manager that didn't have a chance window to bring in his players and was stuck with a squad that didn't want to play for him. That's why we fell out of the that's why we fell off a second place in the space of five months. Um, and then he, I guess, he didn't want to play under the new manager, he didn't want to play under the tactics of Welland at the time. So Bogle just felt wasted, but when he came on towards the end, he just didn't really play to his best. And there was times where he would just stroll about. Just didn't run around. There was times when there were players dragging back, and he didn't even chat back. He just stayed in the spot and just basically tried to poach at the at the halfway line, and just felt like the same old, same old. Just felt like another striker that we were wasting. And you should have seen no some track. of the things
0: he'd done. With us like it just up open goals.
1: Sorry, Matt has just Matt's just sent a tweet out and tagged us saying, Never been on a podcast before where the C bomb is used as part of the episode introduction. We two is going to be fun with the Macaulay Culkin home alone. That, that's if that doesn't sum us up,
2: that,
1: yeah. that is it. That is that is perfect. <laughs> I don't
3: think Omar Bogle was as bad as going to away games alone. Like he would, and he didn't even turn up late to games and stuff like that. It was never as bad as that. We'd always turn up to games with the rest of the squad on time and that. But like he was, he still played like an absolute lazy idiot.
1: Well, let's let's just wait till we get a new fan on for some Omar Bogle talk because that'll be interesting. But Grant signings. You guys, you'll be happy being Scottish because you guys seem to have gone, oh, we brought in a manager from Scotland. Let's sign any player that's been released by any Scottish club this summer, um, aside from one from Knox County. Uh, you've got and from Morecambe and then you've signed someone from Wheelstone. The Wheelstone Raider is raging. Um,
0: transfers coming in. How happy are you? Do you know what? I'm unsure <laughs> so far because a lot of the players are improving in this league. I'm... I think we've recruited positionally quite well for what we need to do um we've gotten a solid left back again and and Patterson who can also play higher up the wing Ferguson's never had a uh, never had any sort of challenge at all so it's good to get a challenge in for him and someone to cover him if he's unfit we've brought in tumulti as a right back he is looking great so far from what I've seen of him in pre-season um, he's going to be back up to Sterry I think and I think we need back up to Sterry because he's not the fittest he's he, he's not he's more injury prone than anything and I don't think Regan Ogle's up to par I, we've brought in new centre-backs and Murray and Lacey and Senna as well um, Alex Gilles, uh,
2: Alex Lacy. Lacey Lacey,
0: how, how was he?
2: Uh, he's a good player, we got him the season after he was player of the year at Yeovil but he was on the treatment table more than on the pitch unfortunately mm. Yeah, that, I think there's a good player thing. in there if you can keep him fit.
1: Yeah, that, that was my thing to grant. And I went through all the, all your signings the other day. I don't believe you've... I think one of your players in the last five years has played a full season that you've signed. Yes. That's, that's a problem for, for me. Because the ones that you're signing from Scotland are used to playing 25, 30 games a season. And that being it, that, that's a busy season. Yeah, Without cups, you forty six games in this, and I think I, I I got into a conversation with a with a pool's family the other day. He was he mentioned the two centre backs? He was like, "We've got the centre back sorted. We that's fine." And I said, "If you're relying on two centre backs, one who played seventeen games last season, fourteen the season before, or something like that, and the other one that played a maximum of twenty five games in his career in a season, there's a problem here. You, you're gonna struggle." Um, and yeah, Lacey was the big
0: one because yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Murray looks good. I think Murray, if we're keeping him in, if he's going to push on, I think he's going to be a cracking player. He had a great season for Kelly. Um, and also talks of us now bringing in Tyler McLaughlin, um oh. as well. And I mm. think that would be a phenomenal signing for us. He's still a young player. Um, and I think he's possibly, if we get him, a better replacement than Timmy. Um, Tyler who is great. Who else, Grant? Uh, we brought in Guys, you, Josh O'Mara. No, that's not, from no that's
1: not what I meant. We've got what I meant, don't don't indulge him. He knows what he's doing. Joshua is
0: gonna be great. No, so he's he he's does. gonna be he's our Grant. number nine.
1: Grant, Grant, I'm gonna mute you in a second. You are going to answer the question because I I think this is hilarious.
0: Who else are you bringing in, Grant? Brought in or is that who else? No, we who bringing? In? who are you <laughs>
1: announcing this week?
0: Jake Hasty. We've brought in Jake <laughs> Hasty from Rangers. <laughs> Um, I'll say it, I don't mind Who? Right, fine, right, so why? what? I'm bringing in Lee Griffiths
2: <laughs> Oh,
3: right Yeah Wait, Hang on, the Lee Griffiths from Celtic? Yes, yes,
1: yes. Lee, Gri- Lee Griffiths who went on loan to Falkirk last year played 17 games and scored 2 goals <sighs> Lee Griffiths who went to Dundee and scored 3 goals in 20 games I believe
3: Man. May Olawu Olu- Olu- Long Williams and Younger are going to have a field day against Griffith.
0: Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know he's. Our got
3: defenders love a field day.
0: A lot of personal problems, and that's well publicised. Yeah, um, he's not played a lot of good football for the last couple of years. The silver lining is it's a pay-as-you-play deal. I'm that he's coming in on reportedly it's not confirmed yet but it's apparently been announced this week (laughs) yeah I'm so happy (laughs) the big thing the big thing that he has been saying and I'm going to try I, I want to try and be positive about this is that he's saying he's got himself in great shape and he feels like he's a fit a lot fitter than he's been over the last couple of years and he can commit to being a football player more than he has been he knows he's been out and he's signing for someone that he's used to play with and the two deals on the card for him is either Fleetwood who is under Scott Brown right or us under Paul Hartley
3: but, it can't be any worse than Omar Bogle.
0: <laughs> it can't be any worse than Bogle. Well, you can't. Well, has got five goals in half a season.
1: No, he can he get he worse is. than Omar yeah, Bogle. Yeah, but to
2: counter that, I'd say it's only two seasons ago that Lee Griffiths got to double figures for Celtic in the Scottish Premier League. So if you do get him it's, back yeah. anywhere near far, I and mean, he's going to, he's to step up on Bogle. There's I'll no doubt. There's a Bogle, player in. There's yeah. no
0: doubt, there's a player in there somewhere. It's can he be unleashed? Idea. He, no, do you know what? It's not even can he be
1: unleashed. It's is he asked. Is he bothered? You know, he, he quite clearly at this stage, we're we're talking two weeks until the season starts. He believes that he should be getting offers higher up or he'd assigned for you at the beginning of the summer. You know, if you guys are going to, and it wouldn't be a pay as you play deal. He, he believes he should be playing higher. The issue is he's been put at lower levels and he's been, I mean, we've got a friend who's a Scotland fan. Uh, He's, it's a scotland fan no he's not a he's, a scottish, he's a falkirk fan sorry my, my phone pinged at the same time uh he's a falkirk fan he said he's absolutely dreadful he's gonna say he's got himself in shape but if he's got himself into that shape there's been a lot of clubs that have looked at him this summer like mm-hmm. that's been reported i think uh, who did you mention grant there's someone in uh, um, a with... deal
0: with Forfar in scottish league Two that yeah. that fell apart so so mm-hmm. who why knows, who knows what you're gonna get? He's gonna split opinions all season, I think.
3: You say Fleetwood yeah. as well. Yeah. Fleetwood it's
0: between Hartley and Fleetwood, apparently, at the minute. That's that's where he's look at, at the two look at the two managers.
3: Yeah. I mean you just see vlogs thoughts on that.
1: I think that Fleetwood would probably be the better option for him. I know it's I know it's a higher level, but I think that he's less likely to piss about under Scott Brown. Oh yeah, you don't. I don't you know. If you seen never yeah.
0: assistant, fuck me. Gordon Young would kill someone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've got Glen Hodges. I mean, like, I, he's. Oh,
2: I hate like that bloke. Yeah oh when he was Wimbledon all... manager bloke's an absolute weapon oh,
0: hey, do you know what it's
2: it's... lovely i don't think he'd survive i don't think he'd survive
3: under i don't think he'd survive under our system under steve i think he's got some some mouth on him when a player's trying to stepping up i think he can put him down
1: yeah we, i mean we've got mark hughes who last season squared up to half the tramia squad um <laughs> You know, we're not asked. Is it? We're like, we, if Glenn Hodges isn't fighting, Mark Hughes is fighting, and that's what you you kind of want, don't you? As a as a thing, but yeah, yeah Grant, for you. So uh, shall
0: I shall I flip the the question on you here, Liam? Now, so I mean, you spoke about it enough already, but how's your summer been?
3: Oh well,
1: where do I start? Um No, do, do you know what, Grant? You'll back me up on this. I'm probably one of the the least. I don't want to say least optimistic, but I'm
0: quite. Stand least office. optimistic. Hold on, right? So, no, right. No, no. I'm, really, I'm going to go off on this, right, guys. So, when you say least optimistic, they played York the other day, yesterday. Yes, yes. the other day when this goes out. Yes, uh, this is AJ Graves uh, played for York, before. who was released by us this summer. So. Phone goes. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> Liam's phone and my goes again. You fucking talk to him all the time, right? So I He goes, Grant. <laughs> Guess what, my wife, what, and He goes, I've just watched the Champions League 2 play. We stopped domestic? <laughs> Fuck off.
3: Um, I did mean to ask, actually, how did AJ Griggs play for York in that game?
1: Um, I'll be absolutely honest with you. We were that good. I didn't even notice that York had players.
3: Fair enough. It's only because he signed for York, because uh, he's released by us this summer. So I wanted to see... And I'm a good mate of AJ, so I want to see what he's doing.
1: Where is, the, the, the issue for me is that... what Right, so I'll I'll back up what I said. I never look at us and go... like Every season, we are one of the favourites to go up. We are. It, unfortunately, it's it's a curse because of the size of us. People go, oh, they're going to go up. Blah, blah. I'm never one that backs that. I'm always one that goes, there's a lot of work to be done. The Bradford way would be for it to fall apart. This summer's different. It feels different. The players that we've signed, we're not signing rejects. That's the thing. When We are not signing players from clubs that want to... You know, that well, I say that obviously, Vidin Oliver was released, but that's fine. You guys did want to keep him, so we'll, we'll, we'll stay with that. But the players that were signing <laughs> are the, the quality. I mean, Timmy Odesina, Grant, uh, obviously, not trying to rub it in, but you said yourself, one of your best players. I season. and yeah. like, we spoke to someone quite high up at Bradford, um, about Timmy Odesina before we signed him, and this is how I knew that we were going to sign him. He just said, best best left-sided centre-back in the league by far. That was their opinion on it. And for them to have that opinion, that was where I went, right, there's no way they're going to say that and then not sign him because they're not going to say it and watch him go somewhere else. So yeah. that was confident. But you look at, we got spanked by Derby. Like we did, we we got absolutely played off the park by Derby. There were, there were spells where we looked really good. But no, for me, I think Harry Chapman, unreal signing, Critchlow, our fans are calling him a Rolls Royce as ever defender Um or the senior. Brad Halliday um, Aaron has some views on him and then Ritchie, Oliver, you got we... Smallwood,
2: Richie Smallwood in as well and you're from Howe how do you
1: manage yeah. that but that's I, I got in an argument with a was it an Orient fan they signed, they signed George Moncur didn't they it was Orient who signed it. <laughs> how so did God, Rich I... Williams pull that one out the back well that so on Facebook in the League 2 group an Orient fan he, he posted the picture when they signed and they were like, that's it, signing of the season, played 15 times for Hull in the Championship last season, don't get better than that. I was like, mate, we signed his captain, played, <laughs> played 42 times for Hull last season, don't come at me and tell me that someone who played, thir- I think, 13 times it was,
0: is the signing of the Do season. You know what? I'm really excited to speak to Orient fans because they think they're getting the playoffs this season.
3: Mm. They don't know what we knew for the last six months under Richie Ellens. Well we will we'll, we'll
1: find out it's going to be it's going to be funny. I want, I want to we're going to interview as many as we can but the players that left us we were quite gutted about. We did lose some good players Paddy O'Connor, Vernon, Elliot Watt. Um they were the three main ones. We Callum have re- Cook. Well we yeah but we released Callum Cook. We're still. Yeah, still... Cal- Callum Cook by the way for Hartlepool. He he for me is your signing. Like, without a doubt, yeah. um, like, unreal. But no, those three, they were the three that we were most worried about. And we've not just replaced them, we've double replaced all of them. That's, so for me, yeah, you know, we talk about the summer. I'm usually very standoffish about how we're going to do. But I'll say right now, I am very happy with what's going on. That's the beautiful thing about this. And I'm quite excited don't know if you can tell.
2: You've signed um, another one of our ex-players as well, haven't you? Not just for Dane Oliver. Who else? Emmanuel Osadaby.
1: Right, give me a, give, Right. so I'm going to ask you a question about him. Let, what do you feel? Because Walsall fans were laughing about us signing him, but he's looked quality.
2: I think he's a twat.
1: Right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Is that is that a twat as a person or as a footballer? Or um, both?
2: We signed him. Justin Edinburgh, God rest his soul, signed him in the summer of twenty fifteen. He came in on some sort of youth contract. He'd been playing in Ireland. Tottenham had, had a look, so obviously there was a link through Justin Edinburgh. Um came in, he was quite humble. Um I watched him in a couple of pre season games, tagged him, put him in his Facebook, messaged me. Oh, where did you get his photo? Uh, it, Google. Oh, is he feeling my finger the me? Yeah. I right. think if you check it out, if you check here, Emmanuel Osaby, Gillingham v. Berry, goal of the season, very good, runs from the halfway line, scores a good goal. Um, second season, down tools, didn't want to know. Um, we were playing Oldham at home in the league. We weren't playing great, they were bottom. We were 1-0 up at halftime, we lost 2-1. Justin Eddie changed the system, went to a back three. I tweeted at the end of the game, didn't tag anyone, didn't mention anyone, just said, don't know why we changed it. We are on top, bossing the game. Managers cost us. General opinion. He starts replying.
1: You've you've messaged me about Yeah, I
2: mentioned it before, yeah, because I'm such a big fan. Um, (laughs) He he started tweeting me, oh, you're Mr. Fucking Know-It-All, and and I was like, hang about. I've literally not put you... I've not tagged you. I've not slagged you off. Yeah, just started going off on one from there. I just thought, no. And then we went to Charlton back end of that season when we were struggling to stay up under AD Pennock. And... um, he was offering fans out in the car park trying to get them to go outside to have a fight because one of them had had a pop at Bradley back. Um, there was rumours at the end of that season that he he was one that was causing a divide in the dressing room. I just for me, I just think like Theo Walcott dines out on that Attrick against Croatia about 13 years ago, he's just dined out on that goal of the season ever since. I think he's got, you know, a decent amount of ability. But just see how long it lasts before the attitude changes would be my my warning
1: i mean the difference there is that the don't get me family... wrong he might
2: have grown up he might be completely different now he might want to work hard yeah. but for me you know, that attitude is was, was just it, horrendous it sticks, Something you,
1: it, it sticks with you you don't forget things like that like we no. had we've had issues like that but what i will say is the difference i think there is that bradford fans would meet him outside in the car park um Like and the, the the other difference is it won't be him offering them out; it'll be them offering him out. Um I've seen it happen. I've I've witnessed it. Um it, Yeah, we've 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 got a history of players in car parks. Dean Windass was sent off in the car park for us after a game. Was sent I don't off
3: think I'm ready for League Two if that's what I'm expecting. Oh, no, that
1: mind. was I think that was League One. But yeah, no, we like yeah, honestly, League Two beautiful league but no do you know what i i, I there's there's a few players that pe- a few people have said that about about and that's maybe why they were laughing about us because we paid a fee for him apparently we paid a fee for him um he's
0: worked, very good you can't wait for what i can't wait for shit to just hit the fan with him now. now.
2: Oh yeah, I must God. admit I will revel in it a lot if it does <laughs> go wrong, I won't lie. See,
3: I'm just gonna sit back and wonder what the hell's going on. <laughs> see, if
0: get, see if this happens, I want an episode. Either that or you just know
2: he's gonna to score this. the he's gonna score the winner at Priestfield now and I might just yeah. if, I,
3: if, I, if I if I see it, I might just film it and just
0: send it into you being friend if it's still going on telly. Oh, <laughs> gonna, he'll score and then he'll do an adabay, or he'll just run right up the other end of the fetch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Do, do you know what? I refuse to look at goal of the seasons as well and, and judge people off of that because last season, our goal of the season was Theo Robinson. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like don't we got,
3: Eddie Barlow, like, this, this time last year, we got Eddie Barlow off YouTube um, and the research in YouTube, it was a trialist so and then became our sign and didn't do a lot last season anyway. So I'm not going to use goal of the seasons. and use <laughs> Every, and every like single
0: entrant to our goal of the season was Luke Molyneux. <laughs> I think he had about five or six. All left foot, all, foot all left pegs, right and all left peg end. curlers, curlers, yes, the, yes. straight oh. top bend. Honestly, yeah. he will score so many from you for outside the box. If he's if you're playing him on the right side, you're cut in left peg, bang. That's his so, position. Boys, it's
2: But Doncaster, the only club that had to release a shot of the month competition last season. Basically, we didn't score a goal in
3: one entire month in League One last season. So we just, <laughs> I think some fat, not the club, but a fan took the piss and just said, let's have a shot of the month competition instead <laughs> for that month. I think it was I, I, December I was, or January.
0: I was looking at your goal difference record from last season. No. Have <laughs> you recruited defensively? Because yes, we've brought, boys... new, we've
3: brought we've brought in some def- we've brought in a new centre back and we've got a great left back on trial that we're probably gonna sign as well.
0: And you boys shipped 82 last season. <laughs> <laughs> I and think only was, scored 37.
3: I think if we were on I think there was a certain run of games where it was so poor, if we'd have kept going, we'd have had a worse record defensively than 1998 when we left the football league. Our owner burnt down the stand and we were at rock bottom. Literally, that was the only season where we shipped more goals and conceded more goals. So, I think if we had conceded like seven or eight more or something like that, we'd have shipped in more than that season in 97-98 at Bellevue. What are we ridiculous. letting into this
1: league, Grant? Look at the riffraff coming down into this league. I'm <laughs> um, in the, the
2: northern riffraff.
1: Only the northern riffraff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but to be fair, you've got a stand made out of scaffolding.
3: You can't talk. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> to take a picture
1: of stand in
2: the world. <laughs> it's, it, honestly, it's Especially when real. you're at the other end and it's raining and we're all nice and dry. Yes, I might just cold. take
3: a, I might just take a picture in front of that when we get to Gillingham and just tweet it saying construction site progress
2: is going well. well
1: <laughs> I last went there in
2: 2006.
1: 2006. It's been a it's stand since I since
2: 2004, I think it was only yeah. up for a couple of seasons. Do
3: you know Which where you they got gonna, it from? That stand. I got it from
2: um, we got it from Sandwich Golf Course after the open in 2003. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs>
1: well, it's <laughs> grand. Honestly, if you, if you get chance to get down it. there, get, get down there if, there. if it's still
2: there, if it's still
3: there in 2024, you're going to have a 20-year anniversary party for that stand.
2: I oh, hope it is. If to it's be still fair, there in 2024, the 2024, if, if the it, Russians do never... turn up, you'll be thanking us because we will all be fucking hiding underneath it. That thing won't come <laughs> <Yeah>. down. Putin <laughs> <laughs> invades, we'll be fine under there. Yeah,
1: it's it's insane. To be fair, the Russians couldn't be asked to walk down that street to get to your stand, that's the issue. Just on that, we mentioned Theo Robinson and Grant rolled his eyes, and there's a, there's a reason for that. And I love telling people this story. So Grant's missus is not a she's not a football fan, not at all. But she Grant and her came down to stay hours to go to watch Bradford versus Mansfield, Mark Hughes' first game in charge. So Grant they came down, and she sat there in the stand. Theo Robinson came on, and he started running. She turned to Grant. She, I like Grant because he can do the accent because she's Scottish. Go on, Grant. Grant.
0: He is the fucking worst football player I've ever seen in my life. Which he played, he, he for us, and he wasn't—he wasn't great with us either. To be fair,
1: its, it's, it's bad. But guys, I'm gonna—I'm gonna push forward here because we're nearly at the end. I'm gonna get wrapped up. Each year, who's gonna be a standout player this season? Oh, I don't think, think I've gone through, through my window,
3: window yet. Yeah.
1: Oh, have you not? Fucking hell, Jesus, go! <laughs> Go!
3: Adam go! It's Luke Molyneux, go! Um, yes, uh, I think Luke Molyneux was a good sign in this year. Um, great player, especially with the interest from League One. Um, we just signed Adam Long today as well. A lot of Wigan fans seem to rate him as a centre-back, 21 years old. Um, seems like Wigan fans have said he's not really put a foot wrong since he's been in the squad, a, a, a ravaged squad that was during an admin season. So that can only be a good thing um we brought in george miller who for me i think three and three and four games in pre-season looks good already our new number nine um we're uh, who else we're we bringing in? we brought in harrison biggins in that midfield as well from league one fleetwood so good uh, yeah good player i've heard a lot of it about him so uh it should be good uh josh andrews on loan from birmingham birmingham fans seem to rate him rochdale fans maybe not so much but he's six foot five so if we do need to go along for rest at match and try and win a game with a bit of long ball for the last few minutes then i'm sure he can win some aerial duels. um we've got some people on trial as well uh so we haven't got a recognized left back i know roe can play there but we haven't got a full out and out left back so we're trialing james maxwell who's been let go of rangers who's got some decent stats on loan at A United. I think five goals and four assists in 29 games in the Scottish Championship on loan last season. So James, for me, is a, a good left back. I'd bring him in. We got Lee Tomlin as well on trial. He's been doing good. He's in better shape than before, so uh, he's Tomlin's definitely in good shape. He, he's, he's still he's still bulky, but like he's the same still,
0: shape as me. Like round.
3: <laughs> no, yeah, he's round. He's, he's
0: a shape, he's, low, Graham. He's still
3: <laughs> he's still bulky, but he's, he's he's put a decent shift in every time he's been with us on trial. So I think even just even just a twelve month contract with an option for an extra year would be a, a good deal for him. We brought in a new right back on trial because Cal Noel's injured, Siemens just coming back from injury, and Young is the only one who can play right back at the minute. So we brought in Au Tanimowo, who was a youth from Brighton. Um, it was quite highly rated from past year or two so uh, should be good putting a decent shift against Huddersfield on uh, on Saturday. Um, I think we've got Kyle Hurst from Birmingham on 23s on trial as well winger stats not too great but we we, do, we don't want to judge for, for Rovers fans we don't judge stats because Marquis came to the club a few years back with no real good stats beforehand and came in and absolutely ripped it up for us before he left for Portsmouth. so we know we're not going to judge it on stats too much so I think um, if Hurst does come in as well, then we'll see what he does. And then we've got this under-18 winger that we had called Jack Degrucci. who, if we sign him, he'll go in the academy. So, uh, uh, it's not it's not been too but I think pre-season's been good. We've won every single game so far. We've got Rother, Rother Scum on Tuesday, United of Manchester on the Saturday, and then our season starts at Valley Parade. So, Four and four in preseason it ends the as well.
1: Just
3: and, I, <laughs> mm. and I think that, look, if in, I think with the window so far, I think it's been good. I think it's been a better window than last year by a million miles. We still need uh, a couple of fallbacks. We still need maybe a low knee, either in the midfield or the wing, just because John Taylor's had another setback. So he's out for another two months, even though I asked him how long he's out for. He doesn't even know. So it might not even be two months. It might be longer than that. So, um, but. But I'm happy with the summer so far. The window's been great so far. Bring a couple more in. Pre-season's been win-win-win-win. When the last season was lost, lost, loss, lost. So it's good to see us win again. Um, we've changed the staffing. The football structure's changed as well. So it won't be the CEO and the board making football decisions anymore. It will be our new head of football operations, which is the legendary James Coppinger, JC26. So, He's, he's been a large influence or a heavy influence in pretty much all the signings this year. So it's great getting signings all from the league above or one that's had interest from the league above that's in the same league um, with Luke Molyneux. So I think that Coppen just had a real heavy influence on the signings, which is great. We've got a new head scout in called Michael Kearney, who's worked at Chesterfield, Barnet, FC20. I've spoken to him. He's got a plan. He knows what he's doing. Got a new head physio to improve our disgraceful medical department from last season uh called Michael McBride who's got a hell of a lot of experience so he's a good guy uh new head of performance analysis Ryan Simpson so a lot of staffing changes Ryan's done a good job so far I know he's come from Scunthorpe but you know he's done a good job so far and it doesn't show that he's come from a club that's in a, a, a situation like Scunthorpe so it doesn't show when he's come here so you know, staffing changes, change of football structure, we've definitely improved and just keep it going now between now and deadline day. Just the thing we need to not get carried away with is going into panic mode. We can't go into panic mode because if we go into panic mode, we'll end up repeating last season where we were looking for a striker for months. We try and go for Will Grig, He chooses Rotherham halfway through the day rather than the, the six-hour silence that we had last summer. And then we have five alternatives. Two of them go to other clubs. Three of them stay, don't even go for the alternatives. And then bring in Joe to do for from the free agency two days after deadline day that don't even work anyway. So the last thing we need to do is panic, because last year when we had alternatives, we had uh, uh, what oh, what's his name? Zahore, Hilton, Joseph, who went on loan to Cheltenham in the end from Swansea. Uh, and a couple of others as well as Will Griggs. So we don't want to make that same mistake again with other positions like left back. So I think we're not going to go into panic mode this year. I think we're doing much, much better. It's Gary McSheffrey's first full season in management as well. So he'll go, hopefully, the Paul Warren, Liam Richardson way at Rotherham and Wigan in their first season and try and go a bit better rather than the opposite way. You've got a new assistant manager in Steve Vare who's got a ton of experience with him, so... I'm happy so far, and uh, like I said, Adam Long's a good signing today, so we'll we'll keep it up. We've signed a couple of trialists, and we'll uh, go from there. And I don't think anyone's going to leave on a permanent deal now. Anyway. I think it's going to be like a couple of loan outs for some of our younger players, like Ben Bottomley, Bobby Faulkner, who's impressed me a lot, maybe Liam Ravenhill, but Ray- if I could tell you one young player that's broken through this preseason, it's Liam Ravenhill, the son of Ricky Ravenhill, who played for Donnie and Darlington and all these clubs stuff. So- Amazing. For yeah we'll just we'll just see what happens but i'm not expecting anyone to to leave permanently now because hey god i spoke to a yesterday he ain't going anywhere there was links to hartley but he's not going anywhere so
1: well what we'll do is then i'll uh i'll i'll ask you a double question and i'll come over each year and then i've got one question for you all again but aaron i'll stick with you i think it is you've mentioned long quite a lot there Who who is do you think going to be your standout player this season is it going to be luke molyneux <laughs>
3: He's definitely up. To be honest with you, if it was down to new signings, it would be the Molyneux or Miller. If it was down to players in the squad, it would probably be Tommy Rowe because Tommy Rowe is just loves this down club. He, he yeah. in he's such a he interacts with all the the family because families is a big part of this club. There's a reason why we won family awards back to back in different years. Tommy Rowe is just so good with the kids, so good with the families. Uh, Donny through and through loves the club. Even when we went down to League Two this year, he said he'd never, ever leave. There was rumours of Stockport and things like that, but he was never going to leave. He, he loves this club too much. He signed a new two-year deal as well. So, yeah, he, he's going to probably retire at Doncaster Rovers. I could probably say that for a straight fact. It's like Coppinger, he's going to retire at Doncaster Rovers. So, I think mm-hmm. Roe will probably be our standout player. I think there's other ones that are close, like Molyneux, Miller... Adam Clayton, I still can't believe we've got Adam Clayton because uh, he's been an absolute rock. Before he got injured in pre-season, he was an absolute rock in that midfield. So, I think New Miller, Clayton, when he comes back, fully fit, Rowe, uh, Mitchell's going to be a very underrated. one
1: you can't just name your entire squad it's hard to say <laughs> in the
3: it's so, hard who's to gonna say who's going to be Bradford's yeah, well number one <laughs> it's, <laughs> <the broad laughs> it's hard to say it's hard to say one name to be honest because there's a few names Have you that got are really this?
2: Music. Music. It's, it's, it. <laughs> it's about yeah. as
0: clear as when Rod Stewart done the cup draw in Scotland
3: to yeah. be honest mate it's hard to say because there's a few names in there that's really top draw at the minute and really I know
1: about who your player of the season's gonna be than I did before I asked the fucking question. But I'm gonna go,
3: I'm gonna get go, It's hard, but I'm gonna go with Tommy Rowe because I think right. he'll be the, the experience, with Tommy man. Rowe. Yeah. How right?
1: Give me a position. Where are you gonna finish this season?
3: I'm gonna go for the position that we finished in last time in Leeds, So I'm gonna go with I'll third. Think last season? No, <laughs> no, no, not last season. No, I don't want to go down to the right. conference. Uh You're third. Third. You're third. I Ooh. think we're gonna get top three. Right, Matt.
1: How many of your 20 squad are you going to see? We ain't got that many, so
2: it won't take me so long.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Standout player for you, who do you you think is going to be your standout? I've got it between two at the moment.
2: I think Mika Mandron will have to be a focal point. We've got to replace for Dane Oliver. I think he'll be key to how we play. Give us two options. We should hopefully play with width, which will give us pace. And then obviously, if we do have to go a bit direct, then I think Mika, and I think he's probably our best signing in terms of Purely on the fact that I thought we'd stay in League One. But for me, I think if we can keep him fit and get him to play 35-plus games, I think it might be Sean Williams. I just think I've seen him twice. Um, Bags of experience in the Championship internationally. Him and Neil Harris know each other so well. Um, I've seen him twice. I know it's only a very small portion to go on, but constantly wants the ball, constantly talking. Always drops in if the wing-backs or the full-backs get on to make sure that we're still strong defensively. So... Toss-up between the two, for me, based on the fact that we missed out on midfield last season, I'm going to say Sean Williams.
1: Fair play. Uh, where are you going to finish?
2: Well, this is tricky because I don't like to give too much away because I will be doing my own preview video next week. But Ooh. I've got us mid-table at the moment because I still think we're probably a few short. I think, All and right, I know this play. is going to cause an issue with Bradford fans and I'm ready for that, so I've got body armour under the table. I think we've got the best <laughs> manager at the level. And I'm saying that not and that's not in any way disrespectful to Mark Hughes because he's managed in the Premier League. But there's a big difference between managing in the Premier League and having to come down into League Two. Um, Whereas Neil Harris has got plenty of experience in the EFL. That's for me why I just sway it. But we are still a bit short at the moment. We've got a small budget compared to a lot of teams. So if you ask me again in three weeks or if we start well, I might change that. But at the moment, I've got us in and around mid-table or just above.
1: Sweet. Well, starts, yeah, I expected you to say higher, so no, fair play on that. Um, Grant, standout player. Um, you've not got many, but who? Jake <laughs>
0: Lee Griffiths. I think Jake Hasty's going to be phenomenal for us this season. He's uh, yeah, he's already looking good pre-season. I, um, yeah, I can just feel it being a great season for him. He needs to find a home. He's with the assistant manager that got him the move to Rangers in the first place. He's going to bring the best out on him. He's going to be He's going to be class. And we'll buy him in January. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: where do you think you're going to finish? Because Bear in mind... Can I go really a range?
3: No. <laughs> Even I didn't go for a range, and I spoke for ages.
1: <laughs> say, he, if we'd have asked him for long enough, he'd have named all 24 places with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd pro-
3: no, I'd have probably gone with between third and tenth, but... No, you're not. I'm a range, Grant. I need. A I, mean, I was going to say no, first and seventh. Sorry, first I'm going to go seventh.
0: ninth to twelfth as my range of where I think we'll be. Which is it, Grant? Ninth, tenth, 11th or twelfth?
1: I want a number. Go tenth. Oh. tenth. Beautiful. Not a problem. Do you want to know mine? First. Well, yes. Yeah. Standout <laughs> player. No, no, no. So standout player for me, Jamie Walker. Um, it's it's going to be hard for us in terms of. I think we're going to have a lot of standout players, but. Grant, you you saw him in the team last season. He was a class above anything. If we sign Dion Pereira back, which it does look like we're going to sign Dion Pereira back on loan from Luton, then my answer may change. As it stands right now, Jamie Walker. I do believe we have the best manager in the league. Um, you know what, what I will say to you, Matt, just to combat that, Mark Hughes, I know he doesn't have the lead to lead to uh, experience, and a lot of people say that, and I, I I agreed for a while. He came in after the window closed, January, mm-hmm. and he inherited Derek Adams' squad. He didn't add to it at all. He just used that squad. He got us playing phenomenal football with a squad that, for me, was probably the worst performing squad we've had in maybe in my lifetime. You know, that he got them playing some really nice. I mean, you football. guys were poor under Derek oh, we, Adams. Oh, we, yeah, were, you were, we were fucking awful. We were diabolical. But, Grant, what were we like when we came to you? We went to that game when we came to watch so much better. It, it was night and day. Um, so, for me, yeah, I, I'll say I, joke, like, I don't believe he is the best manager at League Two, if I'm honest with Give you. Give us a place. Um, first, I said that at the beginning. Yeah, I think we have to. And I'm, I'm we ha- we've we've built the squad for first. We have, yeah. Whether we get it or not is another thing. But looking at the squad, I
3: would I would, I would like that, us to get to first. first. I would like us to get first because we haven't had a trophy in ten years. But I would, I I think with us finishing third last time, we're in lead two. I just think we're just going to do that again. But we should be getting playoffs minimum. That's our expectation. Well, for for me personally i
1: want us to get playoffs i think we'll win the league and there's a reason that i want us to get playoffs and you kind of know why because we alluded to it before we started the podcast tonight <laughs> there's a reason i want us to go to wembley um a very personal reason to me
3: why i want us to go to wembley um so, I, yeah, I mean, a I won't mind the trip to Wembley. So, with you getting probably getting in Dion Pereira, does that mean you probably? Because I've heard like a couple of people saying that Bradford might want to go for someone like Josh Martin that was with us last season. Do so you think you'll? Do you think there's no? no.
1: We, we we don't need Dion Pereira at this stage.
0: Do you no, I want no. to go ahead and say something here? If no, no. you don't win the league, yeah, and you don't finish top yeah. three. is Ryan Sparks gonna sack Mark Hughes no 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 I I
1: assure you now Mark Hughes will be here for two years minimum all right he he, he, like I have spoken to the man I've I've had the pleasure of meeting the man having conversation he's not here for a stepping stone he's
0: here no but if he doesn't if he doesn't perform with this team no Anyway, that's nice a conversation. So if, so if you're not going for Josh
3: Martin, and I don't know whoever clubs are going for Josh Martin, does that mean we're going to get him back? We know.
1: might, we might go for Josh. At the minute, we don't need Dion Pereira. Dion yeah. Pereira wants to come to us. He will be a nice cherry on top of a beautiful cake that we built. Yeah, we
0: we've baked. This I mean, to be
3: fair, with Josh Martin, Norwich yeah. want a fee for him, so he'll. If he was coming to you, it would be a permanent. As it would be with us, it'd be a permanent yeah. deal because they want a fee for him, but. I don't
1: know. We'll see. Um, we, if we if we let a couple of players go between now and the season starting, mm. which I do think that we're going to have maybe Andy Cook go out on loan somewhere. I'm not saying that I want him to because
3: I really yeah. like Andy Cook, but I do think
1: that he may go out on loan now we've got Verdun, I'd be Oliver. expecting
3: him going to National League maybe or somewhere else in Nelson League Two. I think he'll be at Hartlepool. I've said it since May. I think he'll go he, at he, he, he might. He might go there. He, he might is. go there. But I'm not expecting Josh Martin to come back anyway. I'm expecting him to play in League One minimum just because of yeah. how good he was towards the end of last season, even when we got, yeah. went relegated. We will we like get him be, then. Uh, if we get Pereira. him, then we'll praise the board high in heaven, which I always do anyway. But,
0: hey, but we, were, we were like that with Pereira. Sixth bit. question. Oh,
1: I nearly ended it then without asking you all your mystery sixth question. Right, guys.
2: You can't yes, pick your own team. We do have the best away stand in the division.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> can't be us. You can know you know it half the time. I'm not even gonna dispute it.
0: You I do can't have wait. Best away. Stand. I cannot wait to see the League Two Facebook group again when people start going <sighs> to, to a- Gonna have a meltdown. They have a meltdown down every time they go to fucking Barrow about their yeah, away We've got Barrow on a you,
1: Tuesday
3: got- night. A Tuesday night
1: you you guys you've never you've got Barrow, you've got to go to Sutton.
3: We've like, got three new teams oh, in our history is. to face in league football with Sutton, Salford and Harrogate. And it's our first ever league fixture against Barrow since the 1970s. And we're going there on a Tuesday night in September. The, 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 it couldn't have been any more worse a time to go to Barrow. Beautiful. Well, I'm happy for the other three teams as well. Well, here's, here's your question.
1: Can't pick your own team.
3: Who's your dark horse this season? Oh, ah. Uh... You know what? Even though they just come up, I'm going to go stopport. That's no, no, doing. that's that's
1: a cop out. That's a cop out because they've <laughs> already got doing. a league two winning squad. <laughs> <laughs> we looked at them last season and said they'll they'll back to back. I think they'll be top three. So that's not a dark horse. That isn't next season. They'll be a dark horse. When okay,
3: okay, I'll choose a different team. Um, I'm going to go Barrow. Mm. The reason the reason why I'm going Barrow is they've got a brand that their new manager Pete Wild, who for me was one of the choices that I picked when Wellens was sacked. But you know that's just me. Um, you know I don't I don't criticize McSheff or anything like that. But Pete Wild well was one of my choices um, at first, and I think he deserves the move to the Football League, and I think yeah. he's bringing a nice squad with Barrow, and I think he's going to play some good football. So I think Barrow may potentially try and. Attempt to challenge the, dark, the, the, the top seven, maybe, maybe. I think Barrow. Will, I think Barrow. Barrow will definitely get a top ten finish this season, but it's just about whereabouts. Barrow going down this season.
0: Just pointing that out. I uh, think they're going I I think, to think they do a Harrogate. I think they'll start um, really well, and then.
3: Whew, mm, I think Stevenage will be in trouble, but I think Barrow will be.
1: <laughs> Stevenage are my dark horse. Just by the way, guys. <laughs> Stevenage are, are they yours as well, Matt? They're mine as well. The Grants
2: as well. Stevenage is really? the dark horse. Side. I looked about three weeks ago or four weeks ago and they were about 40 to 50 to one on William Hill and they're now into about 25s. Yeah. They, they and it pains Steve me to say it because it's Steve yeah. Evans. But yeah, I think if he's back, he'll do a decent job at League Two. He's not been in League Two for quite a while. Um, he did well with Mansfield last time he was in there, relatively speaking. I think Stevenage have to be the class as a dark horse.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know I love that. I love that we're all on the same way. Like, uh, I can tell you now,
3: Aaron, hand on heart, Barrow are in trouble this season. Uh, I, I just don't know. I just with Stevenage, I just don't know. I just don't think Steve Evans is gonna. I think they're bringing in a lot of players, but I just think they're gonna crumble under the pressure and the expectation of being dark horses. I just don't think Stevenage is gonna do. I I'd think like they won't. Know, I don't think
2: not listen to To be fair, Joe, no, I, I don't I think was, he's gonna listen good good to good this and go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think Stevenage will just stay up but I, I think they're really just going to go down or just stay up but I, I just don't think they're going to trouble the top 10 I just don't I think I think, I think, I think it's late. between probably it's more than likely going to be between them Grimsby and maybe a couple of others that might be in trouble
1: For me going down this season is Barrow and Harrogate
2: Can I ask the, the, you the, the, the boys especially Grant and yep. the, our host because I'm still learning about League Two, obviously, because we've not been in here for so long. Who would you say would be your team that did well last season that could potentially be in trouble? Because I've got a team that finished just outside the playoffs last season. I've got them right down the bottom. Swindon.
1: No, Sutton. Swindon got in there. Sutton got in there. Do you know what, what I will say? Sutton massively overachieved last season. Grant's probably better to answer this because Grant came, Hartlepool came up from the National League with Sutton
2: have um, sold their best players gone to Peterborough as well hasn't he? David's I, um the winger
1: they've they they've not yeah
2: so that, they have this brought in players
1: but this was the season for Sutton mm. if they were going to ever challenge in league 2 it was back to
3: back i don't think they'll be anywhere near the promotion spots but i don't think Sutton are going to be in that much trouble cuz i think they've still brought in some decent players I
0: think, I think Sutton are going to be... Yeah, I think they're going to be one of these teams who are kind of down your 17th, 18th, 19th and a bit of a relegation scrap. Do I think yeah. they'll go down? No, I don't think they will. I, I think the team that's going to be in real trouble this year for me is Harrogate. Um, the only other team that I would say I think could possibly go down is Rochdale.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say Carlisle. Like, guys, just a word of advice for you both now you're in League 2. Never... Ever, even if Carlisle are rock bottom at Christmas, never tweet about it because why oh, because they don't like it. <laughs> I said, I said, when this window started, I was asked who will go down this season and who will go up, and I said, based on squads right now, Carlisle and Barrow, and my inbox for days was abuse. From Carlisle, how can you say that? We've got one of the best man. I said, but no. you've I, I put on my tweet saying it can change between now and then mm. it will change, but right now you and I said this to me, right now, you are shit. <laughs> and that was how yeah. I just the it. thing with
3: Carlisle going into this season is I don't know how they're gonna do because they've got Paul Simpson who did well towards the back end of last year, who I think was one of the managers that was getting an interview for our job in January. But I don't know how they'll do. I think, for me, it's Harrogate and Grimsby and then those that just survive. Are... Grimsby is a big
1: fight.
3: I, Grimsby, uh, will, I will. well, I think Harrogate will definitely be in trouble this season. I think, I'll t- I tell you what, if there was one side out of the four that went down from League One that I think could be in trouble more than anyone, I True. think it'll be Crew. True. I'm thinking crew and I'm um, at this stage. I'm thinking crew and Harrogate might actually go down, but I think it could be Harrogate crew. It was be between Harrogate crew and Stevenage. So, so for me, I, on the
1: Grimsby thing, the top 10 of the National League is better than the bottom half of League Two. Yeah, like that's that's it. it, it just it just seems if don't go up the main. season, I'll laugh. I'll but laugh. Yeah, yeah, but but I think I, I, I would. Very strongly say I believe you are wrong about Stevenage. I cannot cease. I don't. I think this will be for Stevenage. This will be the season that they look back on as a turning point for them. Like as from being down there struggling. This is it. We don't like Carlisle, and that's why we say it's a joke. You know, between can Brad Stevenage and the...
3: get anywhere close back to League One though?
1: I, I think they'll get playoffs. Ooh, wow.
3: I, I think Ooh, they'll that's they'll get if I you want me to be brutally honest, my to be honest with you, early on, my prediction was probably between Harrogate, Crew, and Grimsby to go down. And then my top seven was probably Bradford, Stockport, Oz, Gillingham, um, Tramere, Walsall and I'm going to say
0: it, maybe Swindon. Then you're leaving it at Mansfield, Northampton.
3: Mansfield, I think Crowley. will bottle it. I think Northampton, I think Crawley. Crawley need another season. Northampton will bottle it, and Mansfield will bottle it.
1: Crawley will be top four, and one Like, and we're not just saying that. By the way, can we just make a point, We're not just saying that because we're sponsored by Crawley's owners. Um, <laughs> we're not just saying that. We, we, are, we have said and we've been open with Preston from Wigan United. If they are doing shit, we will tell them they are doing shit. Yeah. That's what this is about. It's it's a fan thing. We are football fans, mm. but Crawley, the way they have been this summer, will be up there. Like they they will be. They, well, they they basically said if they're not promoted by the end of the season, the owners will will basically say, right, do you want us to continue or not? This is make I mean, or break for
3: them. I think that's a, that's a, for me, that's a poor attitude to have as an owner. You should be backing the project 100% of the way anyway.
1: They are, they are backing the project, but what they're saying is, and I agree 100% with this, owners aren't held accountable. Right.
3: Well, yeah, well, it's the players on the not. pitch and the manager who does the tactics. Yeah.
1: So what they're saying is, if we we are, they came in and said, we'll be promoted in two years, two seasons will be promoted. Wow. If we're not promoted in two seasons, we've not done our job. We will. What they'll do is they'll put it to a fan
0: mm. vote and say, mm. "Do you want us to? We change the board or not?" That's, that's why I the think. Board? That's
3: why I think Crawley need another season because I think they'll do it in their second season. But I, do, I just don't this think is it'll their it will. Second season. I think the top three though. I'm confident the top three will be Bradford, Stockport, and Doncaster. I think Gillingham will win the playoffs, but I think it's between us three.
1: No, this is stop, this, this is Crawley's second season coming now. This is it.
3: All oh, right. Oh, fair this enough. Is, I think, this is the second well, season. They've got to.
1: Basically, if it gets to January, I guarantee if it gets to January and Crawley at 8th or ninth in the league, you will see some stupid money signings made by Crawley in January. My, the- my, the- my worry the- with
3: Crawley is, can they get Don Telford working the same way that Newport got them working? Can they work him in the best way to get the goals that he got last season at Newport? And that's why I was... Cautious about maybe us trying to go for Don Telford because I didn't want him in a system where he wasn't going to score gold and I think that's why we went for George Miller at the end of the day because Telford's a target man and Miller's a pressing forward, and a pressing forward is what we needed. So I don't think that's why
0: we went for Telford in the end. But
3: it's
0: going to be an a He's
1: got he's got a world he didn't he
0: grant against he Hearts. Obviously. Phenomenal, so he Don Telford. It's going to be roll, an heart. interesting, interesting yeah. season, I think, for all four of us. And it's going well, to be good to see where we I'm, all end up. Yeah.
3: Like I said, I'm confident it's going to be us, Bradford and Stockport going up automatically and Gillingham winning the playoffs. But oh, You'd take that, wouldn't you, Matt? You'd take, you'll you take that. <laughs> um, it, 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 either Gillingham third or we go up in the playoffs. It's between us and Gillingham for third and fourth going up in that. But I think it'll be us, Bradford and Stockport. I think. I've got confidence. I can uh, we'll fans to finish. hear this. To I, I think Mansfield will bottle it. I just think they're going to bottle it on the last day because I think it'll be between four or five teams for, six, for seventh place again. Because I think so, it's that tight. So I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to just quickly, this is going to be the last question and we are going to wrap up. This going to be the end of it, guys. But this is the last question for you. Then we've asked about uh, who we think the dark horse are going to be. Who do you think are going to be the underachievers? Who do you think should be up there that are going to struggle? Just give us a name. That's all I want. Up there I, I'll go more. first,
2: then. I'll go first based on the way Charles has been bigging up his team, Doncaster Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna say ah! the same. I'm <laughs> saying the same. Ah! That's seriously? why I asked the question. Um uh, that's why I asked the question. I think seriously. I, I think that you I'll be honest, last season, league two was hard. Like we, we covered it from like earlier on, and then we started doing this. It is it was this season, it is going to be Horrific. I've I got. Need, I'm, oh, I've I'm not going to deny, deny that, that, that. I've
2: got at the moment, based on signings and what I've been looking at over the summer. Out of the four teams that came down from League One at the moment, I've not got any of us higher than a tenth or eleventh at this stage. Who've you got first? Not Bradford. Oh
3: God. <laughs> Is it Stockport?
2: Have to watch next weekend. Oh, I'm
3: going to watch next weekend. But
2: what I'm going to say to you now is: all
3: promoted teams No So all four promoted, uh, relegated teams from League One and no, no higher than tenth. Not
2: at the moment. I just think there's there's a lot of teams coming down. There's so many teams that are going to spend more money than all of them teams. I think Crew are in massive trouble. Wimbledon have signed enough. They've signed good players, but I don't think they've signed enough. They've lost their best player. Yeah. Look, Sheffrey's got huge question marks over him, and. You were very, very poor last season. That takes a lot. I mean, to be shitter than us, it, it take,
3: I think. I think we were doomed. I think we were doomed six months into the season anyway. I think we were. I think we knew we were relegated. I think that's why we brought in McSheffrey because League Two is a building league, and mcsheffrey's going to take more time. So We weren't looking at the first six months with McSheffrey, but
1: but that's that's, that's the know. point. Just be there. League Two is a building league. You you you're going to need more than a season. It's not an easy... This season's going to be harder than last season, and last season was horrible. Forest Green was 17 points clear, Grant. 17 points clear. Oh. And almost bottled it.
3: Yeah.
1: I think think going into the second-to-last game of the season, anyone from first to seventh could win the league. Uh, Sorry. From second to seventh could go up automatic, and from... Uh, third Fourth to 11th. 11th could get in the playoffs,
3: yeah. It's is it's going to be tight, I'm not going to lie to you. it is going to be tight. I do get the question marks over Gary McSheffrey because there was question marks over because of his inexperience. But like I said, it could go the poor Warren way, it could go the Liam Richardson way, or it could go completely the opposite way where it fails. It's a gamble 50 50. But is from your budget
2: for so- at Rotherham and the same as um, Liam Richardson at Wigan? No.
3: No, no, I know that for a fact. It's
1: what is not. your budget, guys? Do you know roughly what your budgets are? I was just about we... eight
2: quid and a burger.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> when do I start?
2: Where do um, want to play? Just the burger.
3: I think we, yeah. I, th- I think okay. the owners say all the time, I think, I think the owners told me it was like 14th uh, highest in League One at the time, but I don't know how true that is. Um,
0: well. I mean, mean, can I give you my underachievers as as well as Doncaster? I think Swindon as well. I think Swindon will underachieve this season as well as Doncaster. I don't think
1: at this stage, what Swindon do, if Swindon finish mid-table, I don't think that will be an underachievement. No. I think if you looked at the end of last season, it would have been. If you'd have said to them at the end of last season, you're going to finish 14th, 15th next season. But based on right now, I don't think Swindon fans will feel that with the squad they've built right now, it'll be underachieving. I think... I think.
3: That yeah. That's the, the reason why I had them with. in seventh was because I think they'll just do it on the last day over, like, four other teams. I think it'll be again. that tight again.
1: Again, Swindon... Again,
3: again, again. Um, my Guys, biggest achievers are probably going to be Tranmere. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> Trammy, if it, there were um, second
1: yeah. until there were
3: second it is no surprise i just don't think they've got enough to challenge bradford stockport i d- the reason why i picked us to go to us to go third rather than underachieve is because i've got confidence that mcsheffrey's delivering the right things at the moment and the the structure of the football club's better and just everything's going our way this summer and when things go your way before the season starts you have that feeling that something's going to happen that's great this year. That's why it's. I've got confidence we're going to go up this year because it's going to be it, everything's just gone for us this summer so far. Everything's just gone the, for the
1: us. Issue, the issue is everything's gone for about ten teams this summer in League Two. That's the that's problem. That's we're, all, we're all
3: like I feel like that. I know Stockport do, Crawley do. It's,
1: I don't think Wimbledon are go.
3: I don't think Wimbledon are going to go up. I think Crew will be in trouble. Jellingham will be up there, and I think we'll be up there out of the relegated
0: teams will be interesting. As I said, it's going to be an interesting season, and I'm sticking to my guns of saying <laughs> that the team that wins the league will score less than 75 points. Oh,
1: Yeah. Oh, it's going to be tight.
3: Um, but tight. I, t- I will say this. I will say this for a fact. If – and I think we start the season with about 10 out of 15 promoted teams in our first 10, 15 games. If we lose eight or nine of those 15 games, or if we lose three-quarters of those games – the fans will call for McSheffrey's head. But if we win most of those games or stay unbeaten for most of those games, then McSheffrey, I think, could be the man to take us
0: forward. But I think, I think that's the most Michael Owen statement I've games. ever heard. <laughs> it is a Michael Owen statement. Basically,
1: basically <laughs> basically if we that. do
0: bad, the manager will get sacked. If we do well, <laughs> no, we'll celebrate
3: No, Basically, <laughs> where I stand is, if we do as well as we want to to do to start the season, if we, if we match up to these promotion contenders for the first 10-15 games, We'll have a great season if not McSheffrey will get his head called for and probably steve Eyre will probably be the next manager because we'll probably appoint internally but the first 10 15 games will define how our start of the season is going to go
0: because we're against
3: promotion contenders for most of the first half of this season
1: well we got there in the end guys <laughs> we've, managed to, we've managed to actually record an episode with you guys on it, this is a beautiful thing, but guys, Matt Aaron, thank you very much for coming on. This is my court hanger. Um, it's the first <laughs> podcast that you've been on with a court hanger as well, I'm guessing. Matt,
2: I, uh... I think everything begins <laughs> with C, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> do you know what? I spelled when you said that, then I spelt court hanger wrong in my own head, thinking, What's the on about?" I spell it with a K g- <laughs> <laughs> um, and a sock. Um, but no, do you know what, guys? Honestly, really appreciate you coming on. It's good to have has no, been podcast. good fun. It's thank good you very much. much.
2: It's been fantastic. We know nothing
1: about what you guys do. We know nothing about your squad. Matt, I I like your podcast. The 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 responses that you get to what you do is incredible. Like I think I said that to you. The numbers and the things that you get are awesome, and it's it's really good to see. And I think welcome to League Two, boys. That's all I'll
3: say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I've I've loved doing the League Two. I've loved doing League Two videos on my own channel. It's been great fun at the minute. Sir,
1: welcome to League Two. It's gonna be shit. (laughs)
3: <laughs> get ready we'll get try and get ready. out of it as soon as possible and try and get back to playing in Birmingham and Reading in 12 months time do
1: you know what's going to happen right Stevenage are going to do a double over Donny right that's going to be the thing there right we, we, can't, gonna, do it. we can't no they are and Donny that. are going
3: to beat all of us <laughs> so, so, I mean to be fair to be fair it was the reverse last season because we pretty much lost to nearly everybody and did the double over MK franchise so you know, it was it was pretty much as so simple as that. So it could be a role reverse this season. But you know no, I do, do, loved doing lead two videos that so far this year. So uh, hopefully that stays with the vlogs. <laughs> Going to yeah. a different away tricks this year. So. Do you oh. Oh, uh, before,
1: are we doing it, guys? This is the I promise you, this is the last thing, Matt, Aaron. Are you up for a chat, Matt? I already know Aaron's up for it because he's just told us. Matt, are you up for a challenge? Go on in. Right, so last season, what we thought was, what happens if Bradford or Hartlepool get promoted? We can't like what we're going to do because we don't follow League Two sides then. Right, or if they get relegated, by the way. So what we did was, me, Grant, and Chris spun a wheel, one to twenty-four, and whatever that wheel landed on, that was our team for the season. I got Stockport. Grant got Salford. Salford. Chris got leighton Orient. Um. The Stevenage fan that we had on last week, he drew... Doncaster. Got hey! Come uh, on! Uh, Let's do it got, got someone Let's else. for Chris. We've got someone else uh, who we know who's drawn Grimsby. What you have to do is at some point in the season, any point in the season, get to a home game for that team. You can't go when you're, when you're playing them. You go to a home game as a fan... Of that, t- like you don't have to be as a fan, obviously, people know you're not, but like what we've done is I'm in touch with the Stockport podcast, so I can't
2: just use I'm... the Gillingham away game as that. No. Yeah, you have to I'll go, up for a and... challenge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to, um... but you have to vlog it. Oh no, and like, and like just basically meet their fans, go in, just see it, it, it gives you a little bit of an interesting thing. What I will say, only one person's turned us down right at the moment, and that's the Stockport fan. So, do you want to be? In the yes, with about nine people that have said yes and are really excited, or the no, with one person, just be you. And I'm them, gonna too.
3: get. I know for a fact if I choose a certain team or two, I'm gonna get pelted by diard Rovers fans calling me a traitor. Are
0: you in, in or not? Or not.
3: <laughs> are you in or not? Yes or no, guys?
2: <laughs> yeah. Aaron,
1: you're in. I'm not getting you say no. Go on, I'm man. Gonna, I'm go on, spin man. The wheel, Grant. You get the league table up. I'm um, it's all away.
0: fucking gone. It's not in alphabetical order from where I can see it on Flash
1: Scores. it's called BBC. You weirdo. I'm just going to see
0: right. right. Do you know oh, what I'm gonna do?
1: Just do you know what I'm gonna do? Right here, Sorry, I'll get it. Here. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna let you see it. Oh man. I'm, I'm gonna let you see it because I don't want you to think that I'm I'm scamming you here. So share, share screen, <laughs> window, quick.
3: This is hey, the is end it? of my bank account.
1: <laughs> no, don't worry about that. We'll sort that for you. So can you, you can all see this, yeah. Yep. Here we go. Matt, I'm spinning for you first. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. hopefully it's not one that we've drawn already.
0: 21.
1: 20, 21st. You have drawn... Are you ready for this? Who do you think you've drawn? Someone fucking northern based. <laughs> you've got Sutton United. slash local, i like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to Sutton...
1: Uh, Aaron, the spin again for you.
3: Oh no! <laughs> I'm so worried about this. I'm so worried. Don't be Mansfield. Don't be Mansfield. Don't be Mansfield.
2: Be Stevenage. Eleven. We no, have Harrogate. Stevenage. Harrogate Town.
3: I'll take that. That's North Yorkshire. It's not too yeah, far away. So I'll take
1: Harrogate it. all day long. What I will say it. is that the Stevenage fan was so excited to do it. So excited to do it. We spun the wheel and he drew Stevenish. We had to spin it again. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> but, and who did the Stephenish fan draw again? Doncaster. Doncaster. Yeah, so he's That's coming to you. Yeah, so we'll put him in touch with you. Um, but guys, thank you very much for coming on. We've, we've done a long, this, I think it's the longest one we've actually done. Um, so fair play, it's been fun. Um, Grant, do the usual, walk us out. I'm going for a poo. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> I can't, I can't. I can't. Anyway, I can't. Right, okay. So, guys, guys, you're not staying for this end, but come on, stay, stay. Or yeah, I have
1: to know why I have stay, to stay. Do you know why I have there. to stay?
0: Because the of is there, and I'm not wearing any pants. Right, it, guys, everyone, thank you very much for listening once again. <laughs> don't forget, follow like it, like our page on Facebook, like this when it goes up. Comment whatever you want. We don't care, just comment something, share it out to your friends follow us on Twitter retweet it quote tweet it like this follow it give everyone here give everyone Aaron a follow give Jones the blood follow i um, it's been fantastic podcasting with these guys tonight it am not just saying that it has been it's been great fun we've it's loved so it don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify rate us five stars someone's brought a rating down and decided not to rate us five stars on Spotify I God say,
1: on purpose
0: probably was when it left but rate us five stars comment whatever the hell you want we don't care what you comment it doesn't count towards the rating Straight five out of five do the same on Apple Podcasts as well give us a follow join us on our Discord community come and join it it's good fun to have a chat about football we like doing it we like to call ourselves a community uh, it's better than anything that's going it's good fun also shout out to the sponsors Wagner United thank you very much once again for all you guys do Woo-hoo! everyone and microphones. you've been the lower league look